glad to see this turn out of people on this beautiful Boston day when you could be out in the snow. Uh, instead of choosing to come here, but it, it's a good it's a good sign. Uh, we need to have all the gatherings uh, we can possibly have now to build uh, the movement against the war in Iraq. You know? uh, and, uh, well, I feel that uh, time and events are on our side, as well as energy and persistence uh, and, and, and right and truth. They are on our side, and, and I feel that the movement is growing. Um, somebody asked me just a few minutes ago, what signs do you have about the movement growing? Well, I, I feel it. That's how rational is my <laughs> judgment. But actually, you can feel it, and you can see it, actually. Uh, if you get uh, little bits of news from around the country, you can see that there are now movements against the war, rallies against the war, vigils against the war, taking place in, in little places all over the country that you never heard of before, let alone an anti-war movement. I mean, you didn't know people were living in these places. And now you hear that they held a demonstration against the war. Yeah. In the war rooms, you may have read, uh, on inauguration day, they had a counter-inauguration, uh, a jazz procession down the uh, Canal Street in New Orleans, uh, protesting against the war. Uh, 1,500 people showed up. They'd never had a meeting like that, an anti-war meeting like that in New Orleans. So I think, you know, things are moving in the right direction. And I guess one of the reasons for that is that simply uh, the, the reality is coming through. Uh, the, what's going on uh, over there in Iraq, which has been so hidden from the American public by the silence of the media, by the cowardice of the politicians. And that reality you know, is coming through you know, more and more. It's even beginning to come through in the major media. It, will come, it comes through in sort of bits and pieces or a, a picture here or an item there. It comes and it disappears. And this, is, this is the way they do things in, in the major media. You don't have any sustained critique of one of the most immoral actions of American policy in a century, and you don't get any sustained critique, but you do get an occasional little uh, picture, an occasional little article, which uh, surprises people. Uh, two days before the inauguration, remember that beautiful inauguration day when all of us celebrated? Uh, <laughs> yes. Well, we had our own kinds of celebrations, uh, but uh, the, uh, two days before the inauguration, there was a photo in the New York Times. It was, a, it was on an inside page, but it was a photo, which some of you may have seen, a terrifying photo, and showed a, a little uh, uh, Iraqi girl covered with blood, uh, sitting uh, by the side of the road, uh, weeping. And her parents had just been killed uh, in a car. Uh, but was uh, blown up by American firepower. Uh, and uh, two days later, Bush is giving his inauguration speech. And he's talking about how, you know, the, the goal of the United States is to spread liberty uh, throughout the world. And, and this disconnect 
between the rhetoric of the administration and the promises and the grandiose schemes of the administration, this connect between that and the, the ugly reality of Iraq is beginning, I believe, beginning to come through more and more you know, to the American people. Uh, more and more people are calling for withdrawal, simple withdrawal. And, and the public opinion polls show now, you probably noticed that you know, at least half of the American people, uh, half of the population now believes it was wrong for us to go into Iraq. And, and, and the numbers of Americans who are opposed to the war has been growing and growing. What's, I think, uh, comforting uh, when, when you think of the power of the press, the power of the major media, of television, of talk radio, of all of those horrible sources of information, what's, what's comforting is the thought that sort of 85 to 90 percent of the major media still support the war, and yet 50 percent of the American people is opposed to the war. That indicates that they don't have complete control of the minds of people, that people have minds of their own, sensibilities of their own, they get a notion of what is happening, and they're reacting.